0: If you are a teacher, parent, administrator, student, and or anyone who loves reconnecting children with nature, and you want to figure out how to cultivate learning gardens and nature-based curriculum, then this is the podcast, the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. My name is Victoria Hackett. I am the founder of outdoorclassrooms.com and the Secret Gardens Nature Classes. I love witnessing the magic that happens when children are playfully learning outdoors observing the return of wonder and curiosity when children are interacting with nature is pure magic. This is the podcast that is going to help you capture children's interest and give you not only inspiration, but some real life strategies that are going to help you figure out how to use the outdoor space, your outdoor space, as a teaching tool so you can enlighten a playful learning experience for young children. Welcome to our outdoor classrooms community. Hello, we have Jared Hanley here. He is the co-founder and CEO of NatureQuant, a research and technology firm building tools to assess and promote nature exposure. Prior to founding NatureQuant, Jared used data science and machine learning techniques and provided advisory services in finance, energy, and real estate applications. He is a published author and speaker on ERISA, Laws, and Plans. He has a BA in Economics and a BA in Cognitive Science, both from Yale University. He is a FINRA-registered securities principal and a chartered financial analyst. Without further ado, Jared Hanley. Hello, everybody. We have Jared Hanley here. He is the CEO and co-founder of NatureQuant. So we're going to be talking about technology and nature. Hello, Jared.
1: Hi, Victoria. Thanks for having me.
0: Great. Uh, I would love to sort of backpedal a little bit and get your backstory and what brought you to what you're doing today in- terms of technology.
1: Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I can go way back. Um, <laughs> I kind of grew up in a rural area outside Seattle, spending most of my childhood kind of playing in the woods. As I grew up, I started a professional career and spent a good part of my 20s and 30s just in an office. Um, I was actually investment banking and, you know, working long hours. And uh, while well, I enjoyed the kind of the excitement of of that kind of lifestyle, I realized that I was getting burnt out all the time. One of the best kind of remedies for me just for a mental reset, a physical reset was to spend time outside, you know, kind of that was incredibly valuable to me and uh, being curious as to why I felt so great when I went outside, when I didn't feel good, just exercising in the gym or relaxing on the couch made me curious. So I I, I dove into the, the research around that. It turns out I, I'm not alone in that respect. You know, mm-hmm. there was at that time. A pretty robust and growing body of scientific literature around how beneficial time in nature is for your mental and physical health and me being in an office kind of just using this tool and just seeing society not utilizing it i felt like there was a huge disconnect and i could Mm -hmm. connect those dots for everybody and that's really what um, spurred my interest and change in careers to start nature quantum
0: that's amazing so I, I see that you were a professional adventurer and avid mountain athlete. So was that all a part of it or that was something? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my idea of a great vacation was to just head off in the woods and yeah. and go run, as climb and bike as far as I could. So really overdose on nature. <laughs> um, so that's always been a part of it. You know, I've really, again, you know, just love time outside. I found it incredibly restorative.
0: Yeah. Um, and then, really learning the research behind it just just affirmed what you were feeling.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it it was just so unique in the way that getting sunlight in my eyes, being in a biodiverse environment, made me feel, mm-hmm. especially mentally. Um, it just, and you know, I'm kind of a scientist by scientist by nature, so I just really want to understand what was the mechanism there, what was happening, like chemically or psychologically to to bestow these benefits and i i I was sure i wasn't the first to experience that and i wasn't i mean there again this was years ago there was a large body of scientific literature and since then it's grown tremendously in fact our tools have been you know used in many many additional studies to just understand why why did so many people feel so great when they get outside and actually just feel crummy when they're stuck indoors for an extended period
0: so Um, can you tell me a little bit about Nature Quant and and how what that that yeah. leap, that leap from being outdoors to
1: yeah? Um, so Nature Quant, as the name implies, um, is a company that quantifies nature. Um, you know, one thing that I felt was missing to bring nature into kind of the front of mind, if you will, into the calculus for individual behavior. You know, how cities are designed is to quantify it you know everything of value we quantify i mean to to you know measure what matters is what you always hear and nature wasn't being measured uh in a real distinct way and so that was one of our original missions and so nature quant has built two tools to quantify nature the first is a mapping tool it's kind of like a google maps for nature if you will it's called nature score And what NatureScore does is it aggregates over 30 different remote sensing technologies and GIS databases to really understand where is all the nature and what type of nature and where are all the human modifications. So if we think about where you're sitting right now, we can draw a radius around that location and examine the mix of trees and parks and water versus building footprints and highways and impervious surfaces. And that gives us a real clear sense of your environment, how nature rich it is. And what's really cool about nature scores, then, once we have that information about the mix of built and natural elements, we can correlate it to health outcomes, sleep quality, air pollution, urban heat islands, you name it. And once we start doing that calculation, it, it kind of makes it clear that nature provides tons of benefits to humanity that aren't being appreciated because they just hadn't been calculated. So that's nature score. That's our mapping product. The other product we have is called nature dose. And that's really, it's a mobile app. That's kind of a personal nature prescription. It's very similar to the Fitbit's 10,000 step count that became a thing Mm -hmm. where if you just think about how many steps you're taking each day and you calculate it, that may motivate you to, to walk more. So what nature dose is, it's the same concept but it's around time outside exposed to nature. So you download nature dose, it's free and um, you set a goal for how many minutes of nature exposure you want, which is basically time outside in proximity to nature. And we know that because of our maps, the nature score maps. And so you can say, I want to spend two hours a week exposed to nature. You download nature dose and it passively tracks your time exposed to nature.
0: Hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing and i think i'm reading the book the the nature Fix by florence williams and she's mm-hmm. what what i was just listening to i'm listening to it uh, what she was just saying was that that students they don't don't have access they're actually behind academically mm-hmm. so it's it's just oh, yeah. it's just fascinating I and mean, that's one
1: of many many things many, many, that, yeah. that you can study uh, i mean academic performance is certainly right up there cognitive performance generally even momentarily, ter- momentary cognitive performance so we can take someone take a group put them in a park take a group put them in a busy city and test their cognitive performance immediately after and the group in the park their memory is better their attention spans better um, their their ability to do you know simple cognitive tasks is better so it's not only over the course of a lifetime that students around nature tend to do better you can see an instant impact yeah and that's why nature dose i think is impactful um, because it really can help us calculate these things at a precise level so not only is there green around that school or where those people live but on an individual basis who is getting outside and who isn't and is that correlating to things like sleep mood sickness um, etc and so far in most of our research you know we are finding promising results which is not a surprise basically people who get outside more sleep better um, yeah. you know they're happier um, they tend to get sick less often and their immune system is stronger. So we are kind of confirming a lot of what already has been studied over the last 30 years, but in a far more precise manner.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and quantifying it, I think that's so fascinating. So we can actually have the language and the statistics to bring that forward to change, whether it yeah. be landscape design and, or, or whatnot. I, and, and us coming from outdoor classrooms and schools Do you see something like this being used in with teachers and educators and parents and
1: for sure? I mean, I think we can make it fun. First of all, Um, especially we can gamify it. You can get badges, rewards, kids can get prizes. Um, I think for a lot of people, they don't spend time outside because they just haven't, it's just not part of their habits, but once they do go outside, they realize it's kind of fun and it can become kind of part of their normal lifestyle. You know, there's a lot of, conceptions that nature is dangerous or it's uncomfortable and you know a lot some of those things are true but actually you know once people spend more time in outdoor environments they become more comfortable there and it, and it really you know a lot of those fears go away um so i do think it can be a game that kind of you know triggers more time outside yeah um and then it can be in just generally incorporated into wh- where classrooms are where students spend their time you know part of physical education, right. Uh, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. It could, it's a great anecdote for screen time, uh, and it creates social behaviors, right? When people are outside, they interact with their neighbors. You know, they play with other people more than being stuck at home uh, mm-hmm. in front of a screens by themselves.
0: And today, there, you're all the research is saying that we're that our children and we are all spending many, many more hours in front of the screen and inside and. You're find, are you finding that this your products and NatureQuant is helping kind of with nature de- deficit disorder?
1: Well, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> so we don't have data on how often people were outside before they got our app. Right. right? So we don't have the A to compare to B. Um, we certainly think that once people get our app, they're going to spend more time outside. Yeah. Uh, they're actually just going to think about it, right, which most people don't ever think about. So it's just kind of a friendly reminder that this is important. And what the app can do is if you've been indoors for several days at a time, it can just send you a notification and say, hey, it looks like you haven't been outside in, in three days. Why don't you go for a walk? Um, you know, something like that. It's
0: That's basically so a,
1: like cool. a prescription <laughs> or a reminder that um, this is an important part of a healthy lifestyle uh, that most people aren't thinking about. Yeah. And then we do have some ideas around screen time in particular. Um, you know, there are, are growing... Apps that are trying to limit screen time, particularly for teens, um, and so there are ways that we can say, you know, you you get additional screen time after you've spent more time outside, right? Mm. So it's kind of a reward system or a parental control in that way.
0: Just yeah, just thinking about the nature quant and nature and how we can apply it to nature deficit disorder and the your outcomes in terms of what's I guess what's the next step for for um, yeah for so, you all.
1: We, we are in a number of clinical trials, and we have been in others um, looking at various things. Academic performance is not one in particular. Uh, we have our biggest priorities right now are looking at mental health. Mm. Um, we have a cohort of teens who are looking at their mental health. We, we looked at mood among college students, and they're happier after they get outside. We do have a large study with college students where we are tracking academic performance. Hmm. uh, relative to nature dose. And they're also wearing, um, smart rings that tell, tell us how much they're sleeping, uh, how often they get sick, uh, things like resting heart rate, uh, a measurement, a proxy for stress levels. So we'll get a lot more data out of some of those studies as well. Um, we haven't done studies with younger kids. Um, you know, not all kids have phones on them all the time. So right. it's, a, it's a group that really is, it's not, ideal to test but i think once we see that it works in teens and works in college students i don't see why you couldn't make the assumption that it's probably applicable to most ages
0: so i'm curious with college students there's so many different college campuses that are some are in the city some are in the great incredible access to to nature are you comparing that type of thing are you
1: we have looked at how green it is around the colleges. What's what's really novel, though, about what we can do is, you know, you may live a block away from a lovely park, but never go outside. Right, right, right. That's why Nature Dose, the app, is important to track. It's the idea that you may have, you know, a drawer full of toothbrushes and toothpaste, but if you never brush your teeth, what it doesn't tell us anything. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what's novel and I think important about the mobile app is it just tells us on an individual basis what kind of behavior they have Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um we've we've seen you know where people live relative to parks for a long time but what we haven't been able to understand is are people actually engaging with those parks going outside are they walking around tree-lined streets or not Mm -hmm. and so that's what we're studying primarily with the the mobile app and there have been other studies around just green around schools and academic outcomes as you mentioned
0: yeah it's fat it's fascinating it's fascinating to add the technology to it and to make it that element and that piece. I mean, I do see it being used with educators and teachers of all ages, and bringing it into their classrooms and, and making it a game, and really looking at the math component of it, like measuring time and and bringing it that way. I think oftentimes educators are thinking, oh well, tech that isn't that a you know the using of the technology versus just going out technology. Oh, oh, here's more technology. How do you yeah. do do get feedback about that yeah
1: well we that's something we've worked really hard on um our app is not like most other apps it's not part of the attention economy we really uh designed it to be passive so you don't have to engage with the app on a regular basis you know most activity trackers require you to log everything you're doing manually so every time you take your dog for a walk or if you're a kid every time you go out on the playground you would have to start and stop a log And there's no way people are going to do that, especially kids um, or, or, you know, me, when I, you know, go (laughs) walk down the block, I'm not going to log it on my phone, open an app, start and stop the activity. But that's not how NatureDose works. It works passively. So once you download it and you set your goal, that's it. You know, you, you, it aggregates the stats and you can see the stats on a daily or weekly basis, but you do not have to manually log anything. Uh. So That's, what's great about it. I mean, once you download it, you can kind of forget about it and we will still be able to, you know, provide you feedback on your behaviors and hopefully improve those behaviors without requiring you to be engaged in the technology all the time.
0: So do people get nervous that you're sort of like this, like Alexa, like you're out there and you're, you you have all this information on these people. Um,
1: I don't know if they do or not. Um, I mean, we, we follow every uh, privacy protocol Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we were about to become GDPR compliant for Europe. Um, we may become HIPAA compliant soon and all the data is anonymized. So, you know, we actually never look at anyone's individual data. It's true that the phone tracks you, but the phone is already tracking you for many, many purposes. It's not, we're not doing anything different than half of the other apps on your phone.
0: Yeah. So,
1: um, so if you have a phone, I mean, that's just the reality of it and we're not unique in any way.
0: Um, Yeah. Can you think of anything else that I haven't asked that?
1: Well, I, what, what our hope is, is that going forward, this concept of time outside for health, uh, which we're calling nature dose becomes Mm -hmm. really a, a kind of a household term. And society starts thinking about it. Just like they think about, am I eating right? Am I sleeping right? Am I getting enough exercise? It's a core component of wellness. And so we felt like maybe getting in front of people, on their phones, which is where most people are spending seven hours looking anyway. <laughs> this mm-hmm. was the best mm-hmm. way to do that. But we hope over time it can become part of kind of a, a healthcare protocol. So, you know, your doctor prescribes nature or your insurance company gives you a, a discount if you can prove that you've spent enough time outside. So, you know, that's, I think, the long term goal that nature dose really just becomes, you know, kind of a, a common concept. Whereas now I don't think people think about time outside as a health benefit.
0: No, it's it's crazy. It, I mean, yeah. and but the benefits are so astronomical. It's it's again why I do what I do. So we can create a platform. <laughs> so we can all talk about it. It's like there's a it's, it's incredible. So yeah, I mean, just really from your origin of just feeling it yourself and then and cracking the code. I, I I'm just sort of curious. Were you sitting at a kitchen table and said, oh, "I think we should create nature <laughs> quote." I mean, nature uh, quote.
1: I, so really, the, <laughs> there is a moment where this idea came to me, and I was outside walking, and it was when Bitcoin was going crazy.
0: Oh, um, wow. And,
1: you know, I was just struggling with the idea of this, Bitcoin's just arbitrary numbers, right? Each coin is just a unique number. But we were ascribing just billions, At I think at that point, many, many billions of dollars of value into these unique numbers that we were tracking. And I was just struck by the power of numbers. hmm And that, you know, as soon as you start tracking something, society focuses on it and, and, you know, gives it a value. And I, you know, was surrounded by this lovely nature that wasn't being tracked or quantified in the same way. And I just felt like someone needs to give nature a number. And that simple act of quantifying it may change the way we relate to nature or, you know, manage nature or behave around nature. And so that really was the moment when I thought, you know, someone needs to quantify nature, and hence nature quant.
0: And that was on a walk.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have my best <laughs> idea is walking. <laughs> I think that's yeah. brilliant.
0: Yeah. I I actually can see this. I can see this. Your app in schools. I can see teachers using it. I can see. I can see that. I, I and I. Yeah, I can see doctors using it and prescribing. But in my world, I ca- I can see especially with older kids, uh, but I also with younger kids. I can see educators y- bringing in the app as a tool to really qu- qu- figure out how to uh, spend more yeah. hours outdoors. Well, that's great.
1: I mean, we love – it's free. People at least just try it for a week or two because they'd be shocked at how little time many people are spending outside. Yeah. Among our cohorts, the average, I think, is about 120 minutes a week. So very little time outside. Yeah. You know?
0: So applications in terms of other things that you see?
1: Eventually, we, we would love to get this in other wearables, It'd be like the fourth ring on the Apple Watch, mm-hmm. if you will, or any smartwatch or just built into most phones. It comes you know, with the phone as one of the health features that you
0: wow. can download,
1: um, I think would be something we're moving towards. We do plan to work with um, other healthcare providers. We have a bunch of doctors already prescribing nature with our app, but we would like to have it be reimbursed by insurance companies um, wow. or have federal governments. I mean, outside the states with the single parents where the motivation is to reduce healthcare expenditures, we are showing that simply by getting people outside, you save money on healthcare costs, material yeah. amounts of money. And it's for most people, it's free to go outside. So this seems to be one of the most underutilized health interventions and behavioral interventions that exists. So we see tremendous opportunities um, in that respect globally. Um, And then on the city planning side, which is another big part of our business, um, you know, we are trying to provide more precise information around where the nature deficient neighborhoods. So where should we spend our money and time planting trees and building parks? um, Mm -hmm. How to combat urban heat islands with nature, Um, you know, trees and green roofs and things like that are actually really effective at reducing urban heat islands. So there's a lot to get done. Um, you know, this is novel data and it's it's turning out to be very valuable in many respects.
0: Uh, and from a walk. It's amazing. Yeah. So I <laughs> I'm curious, I don't know if this is too private, but what's your you have a lot going on. This is you're running your business and whatnot. So I can imagine you have to spend a lot of time in front of your screen and doing running your business. How do you incorporate
1: nature? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I try and get out for a little walk every day. And then when I do, I'm often looking up at the trees, or I'll you know kind of get go to the neighborhood park. Uh, but also every weekend, you know, when I have a time, if I'm not at a kid sporting event or something like that, I'll right. So I'll you, head have up two, into the you have two
0: kids. You're up in you're in yeah. Oregon.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's easy for me to do because I'm so motivated. Like it's just so fun. Like it's something I look forward to. So it doesn't feel hard at all. It's, it feels like a reward to be able to get outside.
0: Yeah. Any other questions? Thoughts?
1: Just go to naturequant.com. We'd love to hear from people that are interested in doing research or have other applications for our data. Um, the mobile app's free and we actually just launched a nonprofit primarily funded by REI to make a lot of our Nature Score map data open source as well. Yeah, just reach out if if any, any of your listeners have an idea about way we, we can apply this technology.
0: Thank you so much. Okay,
1: thank you, thank thank you so- Victoria.
0: Thank you for joining us here at the Outdoor Classrooms podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with anybody who you think would enjoy it and follow us on Instagram. We'd love to continue the conversation. If you want to continue the conversation even deeper, please join us in the Circle community. The purpose of the Circle is to support, guide, and push you as you continually grow and sustain your outdoor classroom by providing the tools to help you Set the right goals, then actually follow through in achieving those goals with the support of our amazing. Community. Each month, 24 7, you get guidance and support from myself. You get to begin your journey with our new member roadmap. You get access to our outdoor teaching boot camp. You get to interact and learn from guest experts who are on our podcast. They come into our membership and join us to continue the conversations. You get to connect and collaborate during two live sessions a month. You get access to all our online workshops and masterclasses you get get to dig deeper with our membership missions each month and you get to become an ambassador of joy for children i hope you can join us you get all of this you get to become a member of our family at outdoor Classroom. so i hope you can join us i will share the link in the show notes and we'll see you later come join us